0: To the Money Mentors podcast.
1: Here with your Money Mentors, Gary Matson and Laurel Stewart. This week, I'm Jennifer Perry. And this podcast is for you. So, if you have a retirement question you'd like us to address, reach out to us online anytime at matsonfinancial.com. Certainly a lot of people have been talking about no love from this market lately here, guys. January's volatility is spilling over into this month, too. In fact, on February 3rd, Facebook had its worst day ever as a publicly traded company. One of the worst days ever, actually, for any American company. And I think uh, all this contributes to a lot of us as investors just feeling a bit uneasy right now. Uh, what are your thoughts? Are we in for more of this going forward, guys?
0: I sure hope so. You like this volatility I do like volatility And the reason is Because it's an opportunity Let's face it Every year has what they call Inter-year pullback You know That's where the market Will hit us high And then go back down To a certain level And then it comes back up And there's all kinds Of forecast theories And all that Support levels All those words we use In our industry But the fact remains Is that to be a good investor You buy low And you sell high Hmm. That's it That's the key the trouble is people don't do that now why don't they do that because they don't have clarity they don't have the feeling of knowledge to be able to see that because they own mutual funds and they think the manager there's gonna do that for them Mm. or they're not sure of how low is low and how high is high so we know that to be a good management of assets you have to have a program in place that you're tending to on a regular basis Now, when you're growing up, as we call it, in the investment world, and you're putting money away in your retirement plan, you do that from investing. You put that money in there on a regular basis, and you don't get hurt too bad because when the market goes down, you're buying more, and when it's up high, you're still putting dollars in, it costs a little more, so you get that dollar cost averaging, so it helps you do just that, rebalance your portfolio. But when you're in retirement, and all you've got is stocks and bonds, it's a whole different ballgame. And it's a game as such that if you don't pay attention, you could get hurt very badly and run out of money. So that's why it's so important to understand what market movements are and what you can do about it. And that's what we do for our clients. We sit down. We say to them, this is what we're going to do. We're going to make adjustments. We've made several adjustments, and it's already mid-February. Mm. And, and we've made about as many adjustments as there are weeks in the year so far. And this has been a lot of adjustments, and we're, that's okay with us. But it's okay if it's not 2017 we just kind of rode the market up like everybody else had a three percent intra-year pullback and then went all the way back up to 2020 changed that way we had seen 40 percent pullback and it's that fear when you see major pullbacks is am i going to run out of money am i going to be losing everything and people do things that they shouldn't be doing because they have this fear of loss life lessons about your retirement. You're listening to the Money Mentors Podcast.
1: Well, it's also that time of year now where we start getting those tax documents trickling in and Start to brace ourselves for that check we might have to write to the IRS come April. But what if you could generate more income without paying taxes? Market Watch recently suggested what they call seven different strategies for maximizing that tax free income. But uh, I hadn't heard of some of these on their list, Gary and Laurel. But what are some of your favorite strategies when you're talking to the families you work with about how to save on taxes in retirement? Well, the
0: first one I had to call out is capital gains sheltered with capital losses. That's tax-free. We call it harvesting. Uh-huh. So basically is that if you look back at 2020, in March and April, we had this great pullback of the SP 500, the NASDAQ, and if you had non-qualified funds that are not in your IRA, that was a great time to sell those off for a loss, store that loss, and then reinvest dollars so down the road when you have income or growth or capital gains, we can wipe it out with that loss. Hmm. It was also a great time to take money from an IRA. So let's say I have an IRA that's worth $1,000. The market goes down 40%. Now it's only worth $600. So now is a great time to take that IRA at $600, convert it to a Roth IRA because I'm paying taxes on just the 600 ah. put it right back in the same investment when it bounces back up. Now I made 40% on that, just getting back to zero and not paying taxes on that 40% anymore. Huh. So again, carrying what we call tax-free harvesting or tax losses harvesting is very important when it comes to your portfolio.
1: Another one that we see from time to time with clients, it's a very specific case, is a tax-free section 1031 real estate exchanges. And so what that means is a part of the IRS code, it allows you to postpone the federal income tax bill from unloading appreciated real property by arranging for a 1031 exchange. This is a a like-kind exchange. And so because of this, we're talking about real estate investors, it's allowed them to keep Uncle Sam out of their pockets. (laughs) And actually, this was a proposal, a part of the uh, Biden tax plan that he was going to make some changes. But good news for those of you who are looking into this um, here, that tax raising proposal is off the table until further notice. So it's still there. Okay. Yeah,
0: so if you're a client and you have houses out there that you've been a landlord and mm-hmm. you don't want to manage them anymore and you know the price is really high, but you don't want to pay capital gains on it. Well, you sell the property and you give it to a 1031 agent, meaning that I'm not going to take the money personally. And then we can buy investments that are like investment that you're not managing mm-hmm. anymore and give you an income stream and not have any capital gain taxes paid. Nice. So people say all the time, you know, the rich get richer. Mm-hmm. Well, that's because they know what to do and not have to pay taxes on things. Mm -hmm. It's not what you know that you should watch out for when it comes to taxes. It's what you don't know. And so you really want to have a good treatment of understanding of taxes and what's going on, even coming from the capital gains tax. I mean, let's face it, we're still underneath the Trump-era capital gains tax, and that still max out right now at 20% until they make some changes. So it may be a great time to harvest some some gains there as well and even pay some tax at a lower rate that we know is going to go up in the future, and as well as the cost-basis one. That's the one where you buy a stock, you hold it, and upon passing, Your heirs get that free step up in value, Mm -hmm. so you're not gonna pay any taxes on it. So a few things to go on. Most people don't want to die to get that one.
1: Right. Right. (laughs) So true. Yeah. Want weekly lessons
0: from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio.